I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. L is for the way you look at me. O is for the only one I see. V is very, very Extraordinary E is even more than anyone that you adore can love. Sports Radio 929game929game.com. It's Sam and Greg on this 10th day of love. July. Happy Sunday it's morning. And we say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. Uh, special Georgia. I mean, special good morning to you fine folks in Dallas, Georgia. And this song, by the way, is for everybody that listens to us and makes us a part of your weekend mornings. Yes. We love you. Outstanding. We, we thank a little Nat King Cole for you. All right. All right. Now, if you, you were know. smooth, you'd have texted us. We'd have said, hey, a request from Joe Parker out in uh, Marietta. I'm sending that to his wife. <laughs> <laughs> and then we could have made, you know, done a little something for you. Well, you mentioned Dallas, Georgia. Of course, that's Paulding County. Yes, it is. Up there, yeah. up there by, ain't far from where I used to live. Yeah. And actually now, too. <laughs> Out there a little west. Mm-hmm. Really? When last time you been out in Dallas, Georgia? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. But And, and you know, I, I remember going out there years ago. Right. When it was like a Dairy Queen and a gas station. <laughs> That's I, about I did because, right. Because the, yeah. the guy who was my roommate my, fr- my freshman year in college was from Dallas. I said, what? In Dallas, Georgia? And so I, I, I went, didn't know there was a Dallas, Georgia either. And I, and I went out and he showed it and it's actually a place. There wasn't much there. But there's a lot. There's plenty there now. Yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there is. But uh, me, back then, they, they uh, only even know they had street lights. We, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk to Russell Baxter coming up later on this hour. Eric's World. 8 o'clock straight up. We're gonna, you, you would think, hey, I've been listening to Sam all this time. We're an hour into the show and he ain't said nothing about Wimbledon. Well, believe me, we're going to make up for that. Oh, yeah, man. The final is coming up here uh, in a few hours. It should and be a great final. Yeah, I'm hoping great final. that uh, Nick gets his first one. We'll talk about that. Of course, because of who he's playing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Corey McCartney's going to join us. By the way, take a second and um, say a little prayer. A uh, man who would have been 79 years old today, okay. as we talk about Wimbledon, would have been Arthur Ashe. Yeah. It was Arthur yeah. Ashe's birthday. Would have been 79 years old Today, yeah, passed in '93. Uh, yeah, wow, that um, my goodness, and a personal hero. And uh, of course, if, if you haven't had a chance to see it, Citizen Ash, uh, as a as a um, documentary in a film that was on CNN here a couple of a couple of weekends ago. Um, and there's a group of us, us folk who involved with tennis, who are working to have a uh, another screening of that. 
um, prior to the uh, Atlanta Atlanta Open, uh, the tournament at Atlantic Station, and we'll pass along information on that as we get closer to having another screening. There's a number of local folks who are in that. Ambassador Andrew Young, friend of the show. And a close personal friend of Arthur Ashe is in, is in the documentary. That we knew, yeah. yeah. He, yes. has, he had some stories, and we've had him on the show, has talked uh, about Arthur Ashe. Virginia Wade, too, yep. speaking of tennis players, mm-hmm. celebrating birthday today. Okay. Um, 77. 77 for her. So there you go. But I wanted to get that Arthur Ashe because I knew that would you'd bring on some stories, and I know you wanted to talk about um, – now, now I'm, 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 I'm looking at something because we did something this week, folks, Greg and I, that we had not done before. Those of you who were not with us on, past, on this past Monday, they allowed us to broadcast together from outside of this building. They allowed us. Like they, we got they paroled allowed us, or something. They, allowed us. They, they, they rolled the extension cord right down from nine yeah, floors did. right out the elevator door, and they hooked it up right outside. And it got us in a nice spot. We were right in front of Starbucks. Yeah, I mean, we were in a that. very popular spot. Right there to turn around. You know, people were running down, and people were, I'm, I watched some people Get so far in the race, they just turn into the got Starbucks and then got back in the race and ran on back down the, up the I'm, feet. I'm line. glad you brought that up too because I wanted to say something. <laughs> I have done a number of remotes yeah. throughout the years. Yep. For radio. This was your first radio remote. Now you've you've done live reports, obviously. I've, I've done live. Yeah, but the, I mean, the, do the a TV remote now. T- TV is right. Been, is, is, you do a quick hit and then you're done. You can you can chill for a little bit, like what Chesley did. He joined us for a minute and then went back to. Well, being Chesley <laughs> during the fourth, during that Peachtree Road race, he's a celebrity. He is everybody, more so than where everybody stops to take a picture with yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> they want they want to get next to Chesley. But I know that if I had the same excitement and the 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 viewing the race the way you were, that the show would have went off the rails. Why? So, because somebody had to pay attention to the show and keep us moving. Yeah. And so I have been in your seat before, and so we couldn't have two of us there. It it had been like well, you know, the folks Laurel and Hardy. That. I think the people enjoyed it. I, I got that. that, but there's some things we had to actually do. So my point for saying this is this: while I was focusing on keeping the show moving and thoroughly enjoying you and your enjoyment of being down there and the race and everything, there was some friends of yours that came up to the table as they were running, stopped by, gave you a pound, gave you know, hello, how you doing? And to us, but I was sort of focused and I didn't acknowledge them the way I wanted to. So I wanted to apologize. For the people that came up while we were talking, you had, like I said, you had a couple of your boys that came up there and 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 got to see you and see us do the show. But I was still just focused on keeping the show moving, and you enjoyed them coming up, and I yeah. didn't as much yeah. as you. So I felt bad later on, and so I wanted to. Say, I just wanted to say that. Why don't so, you feel bad? You yeah, feel man, because I couldn't. I had to, I had to keep, you know, being. You know, the point man there and keep things moving. Because, like I said, if I'd have stopped, we'd have been sitting there talking about recipes for a while. And where, where are you getting your Popeye's chicken after the after the race? I went by Herb's on the way home yesterday. Did did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Because it was such a nasty day. Yeah. It's like you need to have something. You need to have some comfort food. And so, how was that? It was, it, nice? was, it was Herb's, right? And I don't get it with no sauce Always no more. Always hit the spot. Always hit the spot. Yeah, man. Got some Tracy and me, and we, we enjoyed some. Enjoyed some herbs yesterday. You know, I thought about that. I said, eh, you know, they got to go by and check them out. That's always a, that's always a good call. Yeah, and by the way, I got the receipt to show that I paid for my meal. So in case somebody wants to call up Odyssey and say, hey, he's getting packed, play, play all out here, plug Ola. Nope. nope. Pay for my nope. stuff. You pay for it. Pay for it. And, and no problems. Um, Hawks are, and we've got a couple things to talk about because the reason I brought that up is because we're going to get to do that again next Saturday. Yes, we are. And yes, the reason we we're doing it is an event that we just may have heard the announcement for 
uh, prior to us coming back on the commercial break, um, make the assist. It's happening next week at uh, next Saturday at State Farm Arena. And it's going on from 6.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. It's a million meal pack uh, there with, with the Atlanta Hawks. And uh, Greg and I are going to be there. Hopefully you'll come by and uh, do something. And we talk about the things to do. The Atlanta Hawks are rallying the Atlanta community to pack more than one million meals for Georgia families facing food insecurity. And it's called the Million, uh, the million Meal Pack. Happens July 16th, State Farm Arena. We need about 200 support staff volunteers to help ensure the meals get packed so families get fed. So you can take part of this. You can come out and volunteer and help pack these meals. Uh, but it's the Hawks doing their part to make sure to fight food insecurity throughout our community. We're look, looking for volunteers. And of course, we will be there uh, during our doing what we do from 6 until 10 next uh, next Saturday morning. So we're going to be out helping some people do some good stuff. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so we don't know where we're going to be located at State Farm, though. No, we're not sure. We don't know. Outside or inside. But we Next to Dominique's statue. Next to Dominique's statue. Or we could be next to the Killer Mike's Barbershop. Yeah, I'd rather be inside. Rather this be is, I mean, the, the problem is, one thing to do do it where we did it last week where there's a race going on, you still got life and cars and noise and trucks and construction going on yeah. while we could be down there doing what we're doing. Right. So, got to be inside. So, I, more I, I'm, not, I'm not sure where they're, you know, where, where they're going to have people going, but they're going to have to starting at 630 that morning. Um, and then they have a, a different shift. They got to, like, you can be the early shift, 630 to 1, uh, or you can be uh, at the 11 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Uh, shift. People want to go in and volunteer. So they're looking for folks to volunteer, be a part of it. And we're happy here for Sports Radio 929 again. Yeah, we're your home for the Atlanta Hawks, and we uh, plan on being there. Hope you come down and say hello. And Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Now, we gotta wear, you know, we got to wear the shirts again? I don't know. The I don't know shirts? together. You know, you know what? You know what? We, we'll talk about it. You got me dangling here. We'll talk. We'll talk. Okay. Anyway, the Hawks Summer League has started, and they're playing in wonderful lost wages. And, uh, <laughs> and they lost yesterday by a score of 72 to 66 against Utah. A.J. Griffin, our top draft pick, did not play in that game. Now, the rest of the Vegas Summer League schedule goes this way. They play against New Orleans uh, tomorrow. They play against Miami Tuesday. And they play San Antonio Thursday. These are the games. And, of course, they do go down. If you win enough games, you get into a, a playoff and you end up being a champion uh, for the Summer League. I, I think I saw somebody take a picture actually giving a Summer League championship ring. I wouldn't be surprised. For winning Summer League? For, for the first time, yeah. Yeah. It Man, wasn't they, got, bad they got chains and, and, and trophies for scoring a touchdown, hitting a home run, you know. The celebration, you know, they got names for all kinds of stuff. This Folks into bling is, these days, man. Summer League, man. Yeah. Yeah. Some, it might be the only ring some of these guys get. <laughs> exactly. <so>. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly the right. The one good thing about it was uh, was to see uh, some of the, the core of the Hawks team there in person. And uh, Trey was there and uh, the John Trey Murray. A lot of people wait to see them play together. They were there together. John Collins is there. Some he's still a Hawk he's last time a, I checked. He's still a, you know what I mean? Uh, Clint Capella, uh, a lot of guys there. So it was first time for Trey and Murray to be together. And we heard a lot of talk about it during the weekend. These are some thoughts they shared when, when, when uh, people talk with him. I mean, I just know the type of player he is. I know what he can bring to our team. And uh, I want I want to win championships in Atlanta. And I mean, I think he can, he can help. Ultimately, help us 
take us to that level. I mean, we've, we've been in the playoffs, we've been on the, been on the run, but I think he can take us to that next level. Fantastic. Now, yeah. that, that, that's Trey's side of it. Murray had some thoughts on being a trade. We heard him say some things. Here's what he had to say. I mean, it just, at the end of the day, when you get, you know, uh, years in the NBA, it's a blessing, you know. Uh, and I think we forget that. You know, it's a business, uh, and I understand that. Uh, coming in, obviously being in San Antonio, you learn so much from on the floor and off the floor. So, I mean, when I got my jersey, it just was, you know, a new city, new team, uh, you know, new teammates. The NBA is a brotherhood, you know, but whoever's jersey you putting on, that's what you're representing. And, you know, I'm a hawk, and I'm excited. And we're excited to have him here in town. He mentions the experience of San Antonio. And, I mean, he got there at the time. Well, still the guys come back, even if they're gone. He talked about David Robinson would still come around. Right. During the team and Tim Duncan. He got there to tail in for Tim Duncan. But just being around that element and being a part of that as a young player right. to make, to have some of that and bring to this team and infuse into what we have going to, to Atlanta, I think it's, it's pretty big. It, as you said, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a work in progress. It's a chemistry in progress, not yeah. a work in progress. Yeah. It's a chemistry in progress. And a lot of people are wondering why, you know, a, a different type of player wasn't, excuse me, a different type of star wasn't acquired. We got, we got a star, but maybe we needed a bigger star in the minds of some fan base. Yeah. But this is going to be special. So let's see if it works out. You talk about some of the big men that are coming back, and we get to see, like we talked about Atlanta Motor Speedway. Of course, that's not human, but it is a completely different type of experience, not only for the for the um, the drivers, but it's a completely different track now. Now that we have Murray, this is going to be a completely different type of team. Also, second full season of Coach Nate, and maybe he gets a chance to implement some things he couldn't before. So, you know, I was thinking about that. Given everything paid for and, and everything that, that these guys get, not that they need it, but that trip to Vegas versus the trip to Tahoe, which one would I which one would I choose <laughs> first? Which one would you choose? Not not what you're going there for, but all things paid for and and all your accommodation, get some swag there. Which which one off the top would you would you choose? Because I don't know that I choose this particular situation, um, Tahoe first. You think? I Again, I don't, you know, I'm going to get to Tahoe. <laughs> but I'm saying if all things being equal and they're going to they're gonna pick up the tab on it, I might go to Vegas first because I can get around a lot easier. Mm. I can do some more things there. I, can't. I got one thing I'm doing in Vegas, and I'm not one of those sniffers. So okay. I'm not going to be just like, ooh, there's so-and-so and this and such and such. If I'm not playing, which I've, you know, I've gone out there and covered it, but if I'm not playing, no, I'm, you know, or I'm not playing basketball, I'm thinking about Vegas first. But do not, do not sleep on this weekend in Lake Tahoe. <laughs> it is absolutely just beautiful. I don't say breathtaking with any kind of regularity. In fact, I think that's the second time. Other than yesterday, it's probably the first couple times I've said it all year. But there are a few things that are breathtaking. Grand Canyon, you showed me something here in Georgia that looks yeah, like yeah. a Grand Canyon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's one of them. Russell Brand's going to join us next. Oxum NFL with us. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app.
Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 The Game. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for making this part of your weekend morning. Uh, let's bring on a guy here, one of two people on our show who has their own theme. No, three people. Walk-up music. Yeah. He <laughs> has the walk-up music. Only man. three people. So it would be it would be uh, D-Led mm-hmm. has got one. I think um, Saturday's Down South. Um, Chris Marler. Chris Marler. Because he likes, you know, Sweet Home Alabama. Yep. And then we don't play this one enough because we don't talk to Russell enough. But Russell Baxter, he was actually, I think, the first. Yes, yes, he was. To have walk-up music. Very much. Russell, thank you. Uh, we ain't talked to you in a while. How are you doing so far this weekend? And appreciate you getting up being mm-hmm. a part of the show. Um, I'm doing good. Am I your love child? Oh, now, now. We, why you got to go there? <laughs> Come why? sing about me. Pardon? I'm, I'm throwing out Diana Ross. Yeah, you threw it out of Ross. I know, but it got me thinking about the actual real love child that spurred on that song, and you know that was the whole Barry Gordy and okay, Diana well, Ross okay, thing. Wait a, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Stop! In the name of love. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, we don't talk to him enough that we know when he's coming with material. Yeah. And it just kind of threw me off. So you, you he stays me. ready. He stays. Ready. I know. I should know that. I always bring props. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> hey, man, listen, as we've sat back, or you sat back uh, during this offseason, uh, before we get to what's going on with the Falcons here, what's been the m- most NFL compelling story to you? Well, I mean, the ongoing saga with Deshaun Watson is hard to kind of ignore. Um, as far as actually player movement, uh, you know, the, the wide receiver movement, um, you know, from Tyree Kill to Devontae Adams to, you know, some guys getting some big contracts, Terry McLaurin getting re-signed, A.J. Brown being dealt to the Eagles. Um, you know, someone had said earlier to me this offseason about quarterback empowerment. I think it's really become player empowerment around the league. People, you know, dictating what they want to do to a degree, depending on their clout with the team and the tenure. Can't ignore Russell Wilson getting traded. Um, because he wanted to go somewhere else after 10 seasons. Uh, so it's made for another hot stove league type of offseason uh, for the NFL. And, um, you know, once we finally get this Deshaun Watson thing figured out, um, will he be suspended? He won't be suspended. I mean, we'll have a, more of a general idea of maybe what to expect this year. Then again, you just never know, and I know that sounds like hyperbole, but I like to remind people that last year, three teams that finished in last place in 2020, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Cincinnati, all made the playoffs in 2021. Give me a yes or no before we pummel you with Falcons questions. Five years from now, will Daniel Snyder own the Washington Commanders? Oh, wow. Well, I mean, he's managed to – Hold on so far. Um, but I, five years from now, I think a lot can happen. And it, it could be for a lot of different circumstances that maybe he moves on and so on. I know it's his passion and something that's very important to him and so on. But as, you know, it seemingly every year something new comes out. You know, and, and, you know, we saw what happened, you know, down in Carolina. We've seen what's happened at other sports in terms of ownership and so on. Um, if you had to pin me down, I, I think I would probably say no. If you had to pin me down. But don't pin me down. Don't hurt me. <laughs> We're not going to do that to you. We're too glad to have you, folks. 
spending time on the waitforit.com hotline with Russell Baxter. And he is social. You can find him on Twitter at Bax Football Guru. Bax Football Guru. I'm looking at what you and, posted. And by the way, you guys had me on today. You know, I'm doing my countdowns. Which I'm lo- added. That's what I'm bringing up. That's what, absolutely. Right. And I, right. And how can I ignore the fact that I'm on with you guys? And the first player ever drafted in Falcons history was Tommy Nobis, who wore number 60. And, of course, it's 60 days until the season opener between the Bills and the Rams. And we're bringing back that helmet that he's wearing in this photo that you put 60 with the yeah. with the black and the gold stripe. Now, you understand why we had the black and gold stripe on that helmet at that time, right? When, no, I probably, I mean, let's see, 1960, uh, 1966 was the Falcons' first year. I was right. seven years old. Um Probably no, I don't. But go ahead. I'm oh, you usually giving me some history. You usually giving us the history. Let me give you a little history. Uh, you know, Bob, but Bobby hey, Dodd. Was that? Hey, hey, Sam, you're more historic than I am. And you, you were around. Okay, I mean, you got off the boat with Columbus. Okay. <laughs> so I will remember this. I will remember this. Uh, yes. But 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 Bobby Dodd was really opposed to the National Football League coming to Atlanta. Of course, he's a legendary coach at Georgia mm-hmm. Tech. And so to okay. a, so the, the offer an olive branch to the Georgia Tech folks, they included a gold stripe because the colors are the same colors as the University of Georgia. So they put a gold stripe for those first several years of the team on the team helmet, and that will be back on the helmet that the team will wear some this coming season. Holy, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Did you know that, Eric, our producer? Uh, Russell, we're all in the same seat listening to this man. None of us knew that. Well, fourteen ninety two. I mean, <laughs> around a <laughs> But I'm just saying that's why people that, want to say what's it. That's a great. That's a great story. That you know, you know, helmets, uniforms. Why they look the way they look. I mean, there's probably no better example than that. Is why do the Pittsburgh Steelers have a logo on one side? I've yeah, heard yeah. folklore. I've heard. Um, all kinds of different theories and stuff like that. You don't know what to believe and, and so on. But, yeah, one-sided, the one-sided helmet and so on. Why? Yeah. So I like that. That's like a Bobby Dodd not crazy about pro football in Atlanta. That is fascinating. And, of course, the Falcons came in league in 66. A year later, the, the Saints came in in 67. And, of course, they're going to kick off the season against each other this year. Absolutely. Getting back to this guy you put the picture on. The list came out this week uh, for people for the Hall of Fame class for 2023, and his name was on it, Tommy Novus. Uh, we call him Mr. Falcon in the, uh, in this town, uh, the first draft pick by the, by the franchise. Uh, great, great player. Why is it taking him so long uh, to make it to the Hall of Fame? What, why is it? Because he's one of, truly one of the great linebackers, especially of his era. Well, listen, there's so many omissions and so on, and – uh, remember, and just just for, for clarification, because a lot of people ask me about this week, the list that came out this week was coaches, contributors, and senior members. Right. Okay, we have yet to see the modern day uh, members and so on. Now, in for a positive move, the seniors committee for the next three years, instead of one candidate, they're going to nominate three. Okay, so maybe just maybe. He'll be one of the three, and then and then the process. I think July twenty seventh, we'll know who the three are, as far as the seniors commit. I mean, listen, Jerry Kramer waited forty years to get in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. There and and the list of uh, players on there um, for the seniors committee is 
legend. It's legendary. Look at those names. I've written about a lot of those guys and so on. And there's other guys like Elsie Greenwood who are not on that list and did not make that list as of right now. But, you know, I, I think, I think the new era of the pro football hall of fame is trying desperately to play catch up. And, and I like to remind people of this. And it, remember, it's the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Don't blame the NFL, okay? I have people on Facebook this week who are, the NFL got this wrong. The NFL, it's not the NFL. Right. The Pro Football Hall of Fame is its own entity. It is run by itself. It is supported by the National Football League, okay? But the NFL isn't doing the nominations, okay? They have a voting committee, they have, and, and so on. They're their own, own island, okay? But obviously supported by the National Football League. Okay, so I'll be curious to see how this breaks down over the last. Remember, you know, we had that centennial class a couple of years ago, which we didn't see inducted until last year because of COVID, where they added, what, 15 players, I believe, and then five coaches and contributors. So they, the league understands, or I should say the poll understands that there's a big backlog. And the reason there's a big backlog, to be honest with you, is because the classes are limited, okay? No, officially, but, I mean, they're always limited. And trust me, if you've been to Canton, Ohio, and this is not a knock on Canton, Ohio. In fact, they do an unbelievable job. But it is a small town. And if you are going to let these people, not only the players, but their families and their coaches and their friends, enjoy this weekend, um, you can only house so many people. And I think that's been a big reason they've done what they've done um, over the years and so on. It is a, I had a, a guy this week sell, said, well, it should be a month long celebration. I'm, I'm curious how exactly you want to pull that off. Yeah. yeah okay. Really. <laughs> I, spoke, I spoke about the backlog and it's just something to keep in mind. Sam, Professional great. football began in the late 1800s. The NFL was born in 1920. The first class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame wasn't until. 1963. Wow. So you're already 40 years behind, (laughs) 40 plus years behind and so on. And I think, like I said, if you saw the guys who went into the centennial class and so on, Alex Karras, Bobby Dillon, Jimbo Covert, it was a nice mix of modern and not modern guys. And there's so much more that I'm learning about. I I just got my credentials. I'll be out there uh, in a month. And I can't wait to get back there. What they've done there with the Hall of Fame Village is amazing. I know I sound like an info commercial for them, but a lot of people are under the wrong impression that the NFL is running the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and it's simply not the case. No, and the same thing with Major League Baseball, too. It's, it's, the, it's the Sports Writers Baseball Hall of Fame. Right. Anyway, Russell Baxter joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And everything that you said, I was sitting there thinking about that, why it took them so long for the NFL to get this thing up and running. But – People forget that during those years when the NFL started to 63, football in this country was run by college. Everybody focused on college as opposed to the NFL. But getting back to Tommy Nobis. And by the way, as Sam just told us, it was actually run in Atlanta by Bobby Dodd. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, hey, he's got, you need to stick around. He's got a great story having to do with Richard Prady's autograph later on. But wait, let, let me get back to this whole Tommy Nobis thing because I think that he is a victim of timing. We, we, we've seen this with the people who boxed against Ali. We've seen this against the basketball players who played against Jordan. Unfortunately, Tommy Nobis came up during the time when Nitschke and Butkus 
ran the middle linebacker position and it kind of put him behind the eight ball as far as not being able to appreciate what he was and the Falcons not being as relevant as those other teams. And a that, new market. And a new market exactly. in the league at the time. And by the way, I'll throw another name out there, a great middle linebacker that has, isn't in the Hall of Fame, Mike Curtis. Oh, what's he? What's Sam? I'm going to ask Sam this, Russell. You'll know what I'm talking about. Other than what he did with his team, what else is Mike Curtis known for? I don't know. You already clotheslined somebody running on there the field. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could think of the guy's name. Like he had a Jeffrey, what was that <laughs> kid who know. caught the foul I'm ball? Sure after that clo- I'm sure after that clothesline, that guy didn't know his own name. <laughs> he probably didn't. He probably didn't for sure. Probably didn't for sure. Russell, we, we appreciate you getting up and spending some time with us. That guy's going to tell us we got we to gotta squeeze. We got a little more time. We got we got a little more time. Tell us about what you think about what we've done down here in Atlanta, you know, before everybody gets back to camp here in a couple of weeks. What are we looking at? Well, I've, I've been watching the, the additions and subtractions that I do with teams and so on, and, and the two teams that jumped out to me this year in terms of massive signings and massive departures were the Bears and the Falcons. Uh, Atlanta just added Eddie Goldman, as a matter of fact. Um, to the roster and so on. I, I, I think about the Falcons the same way every year. I wish they could find a pass rush. Um, when you have a season when well, you play 17 games and two players in the league have more sacks than you do, as in T.J. Watt and Robert Quinn, it's been a problem for them for about 20 years. Um, and unfortunately for the Falcons, when they won last year, they won. When they lost last year, boy, did they lose badly. Their point differential is for last season was – horrific considering they were they managed to win seven games um i'm curious about the quarterback competition um i'm curious if this team can hold up on the offensive and defensive lines especially in that division where you got some obviously some pass rushers in carolina you've got some beasts in tampa bay and you know you you still got a pretty formidable defense um in new orleans but it's it's a year of transition all over that division, which to me is what the most fascinating thing about it. I mean, you got a new head coach in Tampa, although I know Todd Bowles has been there a couple of years. You got a new head coach in New Orleans, although I know Dennis Allen has been there a couple of years. You've got a second year head coach in Arthur Smith. Um, and Matt Rule, I think, is still kind of finding his way around the NFL game and so on. You got a quarterback competition, obviously, um, in Carolina where. Who's next? We got Baker Mayfield. We got Sam Donald. Um, You know, the first and third overall picks in the 2018 draft. I'm glad the draft is an exact science. Exactly. How about that? (laughs) In fact, if you remember, there were four quarterbacks chosen in the top ten that year. And three of them are no longer with the teams that drafted. In fact, one of them, Josh Rosen, who was number 10, isn't even in the league right now. He's not signed by anybody. So Josh Allen, which is so funny, here's a guy who played at Wyoming. Here's a guy who they question his caliber of competition. Here's a guy who they question his accuracy. He's involved in this game and is, you know, right up there with maybe the top three quarterbacks in the league. The other three guys are still kind of looking for answers and so on. So to me, I'm going to be interested to see what the, the Falcons roster looks like. I mean, they've signed every wide receiver except Jerry Rice and Steve Largent. I mean, have you noticed that? 
All right. Russell, we're up against it, man. we we, we got to bring you back here. And given your schedule and, and what we're doing here, we got both Saturday and Sunday mornings now, so hopefully we can continue this conversation, man, because you asked Russell a question, well, and we go get I a cup of coffee. I, yeah. will be, I will be in Canton, and maybe we can figure out that Saturday and Sunday weekend. There okay. you go. Okay. Russell Baxter, joining Sam and Greg here, Sports Radio 929 Game. Thank you, man. 929thegame.com. Right. Take us with you on the Odyssey. Watch Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com, and Sam and Greg. Well, that was just head bobbing. You already got me dancing up here so far today. Yeah, man. But these guys, like I said yesterday, they were in the hometown this week for the opening ceremonies of the uh, World Games. And uh, I know a few folks over there competing in some stuff. They got flag foot. They're playing flag football at Legion Field. Okay. I don't, I don't know what Coach Paul Bear Bryant would say about that, but is what they're doing over there doing the World Game. Because they got a new stadium in town. So, Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com on this uh, 10th day of July with some Tony, 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 if I had no loot. We talked about that a little bit yesterday, so I had, mm-hmm. to get that, had to get that one off my chest. Did you know, before we turn things over to the fastest growing segment in the entire quad, area. Quad City. Area. I ain't doing this no more, see, because you just stepped right on my joke here. Um... We talked about Arthur Ashe earlier, but Mr. Wizard would have been celebrating a birthday today. Mr. Wizard. You never watched, you never plopped in front of a TV or when you were in a class and they put him on in a video of some sorts. That is Mr. Wizard, is Don Herbert. And he would do all kinds of science things for kids. Okay. And, you know, that's that he was a teaching tool for teachers as far as the exciting and fun things surrounding science. If you had a television set in your classroom, well, they would wheel what they hit, hit like see, two of the not, school, right? Two and the they whole put school, a thing right? in there, and they wheel it into yeah, your classroom, right, right. science yeah, class. See, <laughs> see, now now they got a, a you know, screen, and kids have one in every room now. But you know, back then, we were, how we get the TV today? I don't yeah. know. Oh, Miss Johnson got up on the fourth floor. You have to wheel it down. Somebody from the A to B department have to go up and get it. Yeah. All right, Eric, what is going on in your world, man? Listening to YouTube, okay. talking about your old school TV stories. I remember that TV on the cart with yeah. the, with oh, the yeah, VCR, with the VCR. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, and nobody could find it when they needed it. Right, I'll right. You, I'll you, tell you, you now, every every classroom's got a flat screen. Yep. I'll tell you, man, yep. Whew, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, looking forward to you know about one o'clock this afternoon with me and the the legend Sam Crenshaw. I want to see how many people give him love at Atlanta Motor Speedway because he is going to take me and show me the VIP experience. My only other time there, I was so high up in the rafters, I could high-five Jesus, but this time, <laughs> I'm going to be down in the pit with no, the guys. Man. I want to see what this is all about. I want to I want to get some of the, the, the exhaust fumes in my in my, in my blood and you never been out there before? No, not in the... Be not prepared the... to just enjoy the sound mm-hmm. that comes from being in the pit area as those guys take some some Pre-race laps. Right. That now, was the thing that struck me the first time I was there was the actual sound. Okay. Hearing it up close. 
Yeah. And, and yeah. so I think that'll stay with Feel you. Feeling the ground and and, um, and how, just how fast everything happens. Right. Now, you know, when we had Mr. Baxter on last segment, did you hear, like, sound like he was out there with some motorcycles or something? He did, did like hear? he was at Atlanta yeah. Motor Speedway. <laughs> That's what I was like, what's going on? But that kind of got me revved up. You know, You know, Sam, you know, it's funny. He, he uh, Mr. Baxter made a great comment when he said the NFL was 43 years behind when they started their Hall of Fame. It just made me think more about the challenge that you guys have with this Georgia High, high School. school. You guys are 120. 20 years. <laughs> I'm serious. That is true. And that's coming you know, out in October. That's yeah, coming out in October. Inaugural class. We all turned our ballots in uh, in this past week. So, I mean, we're really? they're, they're okay. tabulating who's in and who's out. But we've all, we all, now, all cast they're tabulating it. There's no guarantee. But can you mention, because we hear people uh, on TV talking about this is who I voted for this year for the Hall of Fame or uh-huh. MVP. Can you do that or y'all just I'm agree to keep your mouth I'm shut? Not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to get into that. But yeah, once they I mean, come out, once they come out, I'll let you know if I voted for them. You know, what, what, what's the um, – I can't remember what award it is that they say, you know, we, we gave the results to this uh, marketing firm or this accounting firm to yeah. make sure that the ballots were done correctly. Did y'all, did y'all turn like it over? the Academy Awards? Yeah, 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 you know, did y'all turn it over to – Hanks and Young? You know, <laughs> Deloitte and Tooch or something you know, like that. Motley and Associates, we give it to them. I'm not sure went to that, man. I'm not sure. Dude with the arm. <laughs> yeah, you know, John Ford. So, y'all got your ballots right. anyway and made one call. That's all. Did I hit, by the way, all of them? Just uh, I think they you got them all. all yeah. okay, Morgan, Morgan to Morgan. You missed them. Morgan, oh, yeah, to Morgan. Morgan, Morgan. <laughs> you, go. you can't, you can't that, miss that they're one. They're too now. above doing this sort of tabulation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they've, they've been, they've been uh, hermetically sealed in a in a mason jar. Uh, go ahead. Go back. Fucking Wagner's doorstep. There we go. So now I'm looking forward to that. that. He has no idea what I was just nope, talking about. Nobody does. <laughs> except me. And that's sad. You know. You know, also, he was talking about those quarterbacks from that. Was it the 2018 draft? You know, he 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 failed to mention Lamar Jackson, who was the last one of those first rounders. But it's kind of crazy. End, the very end. You know, you got Josh Allen, who just cashed a big old check up in Buffalo, mm-hmm. and you got Lamar, who's sitting there turning down checks. I can't believe this guy turned down a contract offer from my hometown, Baltimore Ravens. I don't, you know, he's you know, trying to get he's trying to get what's next. Yep, and you can't you can't be mad at him because whether it's him. Or his agent doing it, they still put his name out there. You don't oh, know the name I mean, of the agent. I mean, you, his mama. No, I'm saying though, when other athletes do it, you yeah. don't. You well, don't but hear in the his situation, name. that's what it is. You know, it's, it's Mrs. Jackson or Mama Jackson, whatever you want to call her. Well, you know, at the end of the day, he's making decisions. Yeah, he's he's doing it. Mama's not doing it. Mama's yeah. name's not going on the contract. Mm-hmm. You know, and the last thing I want to talk about in Eric's world, I thought this was a great week, and I think you guys brought it up. Briefly yesterday, but it was a great week for black executives in the world of professional sports because there were two named to executive positions. I know y'all brought up uh, Sandra Douglas Morgan, who is now the new president of the Las Vegas Raiders. But did you know there was another black executive name in the world of professional sports this week? Did you guys know that? And and that would be Mike Mike Greer. Mike Mike Greer, Greer, the first black General manager of a National Hockey League team. I yeah. thought that's an amazing feat. And the other part about that is that he's African American because yeah. mostly the majority of your NHL players are, are, are Canadian born. Right. Uh, he's from Detroit, mm-hmm. or, or, or I say Detroit, Detroit, Malta that, that, Town. That's, that's, but but I mean, that's <laughs> when people call Detroit Hockey Town is because. Everybody gets an opportunity to play, right? Yeah, I'm oh, not no, saying, yeah. saying everybody plays, yeah. but you go down in the hood. Well, yeah, they play pickup games right. in the middle of the street, right? And so, um, in every neighborhood, yeah, every, everybody gets a chance to play hockey in that town. And to me, that's it's got to be so big 
while he's in San Jose, that's right. where he's working. That's got to be big for the folks back in Detroit. Yeah, well, to, it's to I think it's the guy that is doing that should be big. You know, when I was at the the Mercedes Benz game yesterday at the at the Lady United match, we were kind of having a little panel, and people were talking about, well, how many of you guys came to the Black Sports Business Expo that was here a couple weeks ago? You know, think about it. If you are one of the bookers for that event, are you not calling Mike Greer and? Uh, Sandra Douglas Morgan right now saying, guys, you've got to be two of our keynote speakers for this next year's event, which I hope will be back here in Atlanta. But, you know, just great, great news to see people who look like myself or another black female, black male, get into these positions in black, in professional sports, you know, and not just a coach, like you said, in position to make powerful decisions. Right. Great. Congratulations to both of them. I'm just, I can't speak enough about it. And I will talk about it more on my podcast and on my radio show later this week. And um, just, that's just what's going on. It's got me in a good mood. It's got me in a good mood. Yeah. And then, like I said, when me and Sam get off today, you know, he's got to go grab a bite while I finish my producer stuff. And then we <laughs> hitting down 75, baby. Yeah, taking them down Terra Boulevard. Yeah, we're going right in the traffic. Oh, you going the other way? You know, around the corner, back way, up there. We're going to take Highway 20. We got the helicopter. Highway 20. (laughs) That's the way I went. The first time I went to AMS, I went on a helicopter. There's no way in the world I'd go. I I don't do helicopters. You know, and and the thing about it, we fly the helicopter. I just, I'm just so happy to be close to him. He got a helicopter. Yeah. I, only thing um, I know about helicopter is the dude from uh, Magnum PI. That's the only thing I know. Oh, come on. No. <laughs> Not Rick. Who, by the way, that dude Rick, who is from my hometown, is from Oak Park. Really? Yeah. You're talk, you talking about, what was that? CJ. Yeah. Yeah. CJ. <laughs> His buddy from Vietnam. Uh, anyway, there you go. Eric's World. On this 10th day of July, I want to remind you to dive into the history and culture of baseball's unofficial rule book with Unwritten, a new podcast hosted by former players Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins. Speaking of Ron Darling, did you see that um, Keith Hernandez finally got his yeah, number 17 got his number, retired number by the 17. Mets? Yeah. yeah. Unwritten looks at the secret and not-so-secret guidelines that big leaguers follow while playing the game. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy and Ron give you the players' perspective on bat flips, bean balls, brawls, and more. Download Unwritten on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Keith Hernandez, great first baseman and great commercials with Walt Frazier. And another great mustache. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> Since we're watching those these days. <laughs> but smoked on Seinfeld. Whoa. Yeah. Smoke. That was his thing. He couldn't get to a lane because he, he smoked cigarettes. Whoa. Um, don't ask me why I remember that, but I do. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Well, let me tell you about what's going on at the 9 o'clock hour. As we approach the 8 o'clock hour, one hour and five minutes from now, if you weren't with us yesterday, we had a conversation with Michael Irvin. The playmaker joined us. We're going to replay that at 9 o'clock straight up. But up next, Wimbledon. Taking a trip across the pond. You have to talk like this all the segment, Mr. Crenshaw. Is that all right with you? <laughs> oh. I'm not even doing my gecko one for this one. We're just <laughs> going to do it this proper way. Hey, you're from royalty and everything like that now. So, little little peaches and cream up next. Oh, excuse me. Strawberries, strawberries and cream. Strawberries and cream. The strawberries and cream. <laughs> I thought it was tea and crumpets. No, but, wow. but, but, but they do. Fish and they chips. He's <laughs> <laughs> gone off the rail. I'm going back to Chicago. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.